Hi, it's Janelle. It's Marissa. My mouth is full. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is Shade, and you're listening to Sleepy Pink. Yay. <laughs> okay, we've got a bunch of hawks, or one hawk, sorry, one Katrina. <clears throat> so the ratings are down again, unfortunately. Yeah, no! It dropped to 1.7, and oh I think God. 5 million viewers, or 5.3. What's 3. the demographic of people who own Nielsen boxes, even? Yeah, the Nielsen, that's the thing, too. It's, out, it's you know, outdated, the system completely outdated, but mm. people still rely on it for some reason. Even though they know that it's, it's like a fallible system. It's not perfect by any means. Especially Maybe if in they this cancel day. the show, we're gonna have to go back to Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we have other shows to review too. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. And th- that eight month hiatus really killed. Yeah, eight month really hiatus. Lack it. of lack of um. Promotion and also, mm-hmm. I think the cranes like focus on the cranes is just not a good idea. That's part of it, but everyone keeps thinking that that's a whole reason, and I'm like, that's not the whole reason, that's part of it. Like, when it focuses on Katrina, it's interesting too because I feel like I was a pretty hardcore Sleepy Hollow fan, but I can't always remember what happened last season, and they refer <laughs> to it a lot in the episodes, and I'm like, did that happen? <laughs> like in this most recent episode I was like have they met I don't remember if they've met well they I that's because there's so much stuff going on and they didn't have a marathon they did not have a marathon that's such I was like why didn't you guys put a marathon on TV so people could get kept caught up so people could remember stuff from last season I, I just got DVDs but I can't even watch them because I don't have a proper blu-ray player mm. oh but is I, it on Netflix or Hulu See, and it's not on Netflix, and I'm yeah, like, it's, it's how is it not on Netflix? That's so bad for your for your show. Yeah, Netflix people, is a great way to get yeah. people into shows. Because people want to binge watch it, right? Mm-hmm. They're not on Netflix. I think they might be on Hulu, but I don't know if it's Hulu Plus or just regular Hulu. And I don't know if you can watch it I don't on their website. I think you can watch the whole season. Right. Well, because I got friends who are coming in and watching the show. They want to watch the show, but they're not caught up. And they don't know how to catch up. And so we're, like, explaining things and pausing the, the episode. Only, going, the only like, hey. way that you can watch it is if you watch it illegally. So there are sites that you can watch it from, which right. um, maybe I need a post for people who want to catch up. I think we need a post going around like that. Be like, here's where you can watch Sleepy Hollow. If you're thinking about getting into the show, please get into the show so that it doesn't get canceled. You know? Yes, please. Sometimes they make 10-minute recaps, too. Like Game yeah. of Thrones has one every year. They did. Know. They did do um, Sleepy Hollow in sixty seconds, but they did it like no one saw those, you know. And they did it for each character, and those were good. But like, I, you know, I barely knew they existed. First, I've heard of it. They should have done it like on TV or something. They there's so much they could have done and so much they didn't do, and I'm kind of like, you guys didn't have a marathon. You're not on Netflix. Doesn't seem like you're on Hulu. I don't think you can watch it from Fox's website. It's like they're trying to sabotage a show. And I'm not saying it's doing that bad because it's other shows are doing much worse. Other shows on Fox are doing worse. But I feel like it's a genre show and I feel like they've canceled other shows for, for less. Yeah. And also it, it was like their, their hit show from, you know, last season. Like they should have 
paid more attention to it. I don't know. But you know, know, Fox is so fucking lazy. Like, seriously, when it comes to promoting shows, so lazy. I just don't understand. People what always cite doing. Firefly, though, and I'm kind of like glad Firefly was canceled. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, in because... an indicative way. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Because, no, no, I don't know. I understand because, like, he. He really messed up with the whole, like, not Everything. having any Asian people. You know? I mean, like, if you were into Firefly when it first came out, like, yeah, like, I watched it. But, like, years later, if you're still really into Firefly and you can't see some of the issues, <laughs> then get out of here. Yeah. Don't make excuses for that. I mean, Fox, what else have they dropped? Like, a hot rock? Um, Fringe. They, they gave Dollhouse I... a little bit of time. Fringe mm. is on Fox, right? I feel like they should have gave Fringe some more something. Yeah. Fringe they is... dropped Hieroglyph. Oh. Maybe they felt they didn't need Hieroglyph because they had Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> they're going to, co- well, they're going to Comic-Con. Yes, that's been confirmed, finally. Ooh, Mark Goffman um, confirmed it. He said Le- it's, it's going to be him, Len Weissman, the cast, and it will be moderated by Kyla Anderson, and we'll also get a sneak peek. Okay, and also, speaking of Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con, um, Boom is going to be there with uh, Sleepy Hollow comic exclusives. Ooh, I'm excited. The art looks so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Noelle Stevenson's art looks so awesome. It looks so yeah. awesome. So yeah, check it out when you're at New York City Comic-Con, and me and Sade are going to be there, so... Ooh. Hey, uh, or we're supposed to. We still haven't gotten our passes. We will fucking be there. Okay. <laughs> Even if Just we have up. to sneak in. Okay. Just show up and meet us and yeah. have fun with us. Exactly. I can't wait to ask my questions. I'm so excited. Me too. All right. Do you know, so, we have to meet up and like plan what we're going to do. Yeah, like this week because it's next week. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, actually. Yes. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. So let's move on to the episode. It's uh, called The Kindred. I think it was written by Mark Goffman and directed by, I'm not sure, <laughs> because I didn't actually look it up. Does anyone know? No. I forget. Hmm. Is Mark Goffman nope. the one who's like obsessed with Kachina for like no real reason? I don't know. I did get to interview him at Comic-Con. That was cool. You did? Mm-hmm. He was the guy I asked about diversity. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, he also wrote last week's episode, <laughs> and that had a lot of it could be, so. He's one of Less. the showrunners. I think he gets it. I think the showrunners get it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they can't, like, just, like, make him, like, have sex too early. That would be, like, yeah. <laughs> that would just ruin the show. You guys were last week, and that anonymous confession about wanting him to put his face in between her legs, that was also no. last week. There are people asking for sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sleepy Hollow oh, fandom. So great. So you great. imagine going, oh, Lieutenant, Lieutenant. <laughs> There's actually a fanfic blog that is about erotic letters that go back oh, and forth between. Yeah, they ended it though. They put it in oh, a. Yeah, because they were like, oh, it was just a hiatus thing. But it was so well written. That reminds yeah. me of that Dear Diary Ichabod Crane book that I emailed you guys about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see that? The Secret Diary of Ichabod Crane. Not so secret after all. $7.99 on Amazon.com. <laughs> all his choices. All his writing It's so terrible. He's like, and today I met a lieutenant. She was black, or as they say now, African-American. African-American. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was like, they did not use the word black back then, Ichabod. Be straight with us. Yeah, what they said you know Negro. What they called people of color. Negro. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, oh. and her friend Book Brooks is a sign that the Asian peoples have reached these shores. And I was like, no, Ichabod. Why? This is so awkward. I was like, he's smarter than that. That's so ridiculous. Who I gotta this? find it. I gotta find it because it was, it was pretty weird. Was... Can I read it to you guys? Yeah, sure. Oh my god. Off topic. Yeah. Off topic. Just go ahead. All right. I gotta pull it up. Oh, I can't do his accent, though. <laughs> this is it's truly okay. a fantastical future into which I have emerged. Chattel slavery is a thing of the past, and distant enough, in fact, that Abigail Mills, a black <laughs> or African-American, as I have learned, is another nomenclature of this era, Sheriff's deputy, treated my disbelief as a joke. This mixing of races and peoples is evidently taken for granted in the, to write these words, United States of America. I must correct myself. She is no but a lieutenant in what appears to be a much better organized constabulary than any known in the colonies during my time. When I learned this and addressed her by her rank, she laughed. Apparently, these Americans pronounce the word lieutenant. It's practical. <laughs> After all, why should the English language be beholden to bygone relics of French origin? Yet, I must confess, I still prefer lieutenant. Whatever their pronunciation, how far they have come that African Americans occupy executive authority without remark. It is almost as if we have entered a post racial era of oh, no, no. Oh, oh. He just said the first part about how they occupy <laughs> authority without remark. He goes, All men are created equal, Jefferson wrote. This America strives to live that ideal. Oh, Doubtless short, as do all human actions when compared against ideal goals. However, when I consider the oppression I witnessed during my time in the colonies, I cannot help but feel pride that I contributed, in whatever slight fashion, to the liberation of the colonies, which over time led to the liberation of the slaves. Oh, please. Oh, that my is God. What is this? What did, you, what did you say, Marissa? Wait, what? He ended slavery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, man, like, your, your your contribution to the liberation of the colonies actually prolongs slavery for, like, another 50 years. Mm. <laughs> That's okay. Just saying. Who wrote this? Why is this even a thing? Was, Who's going to buy this? Your colleague Brooks bears the traces of yet another history, that of the Asian peoples. Finding <laughs> oh, my God. See, this is why Ichabod should not have a diary. <laughs> Abigail is a young woman of considerable fortitude, whatever her pigmentation. What? Oh my god. She oh also possesses a quick wit. She also possesses what? A quick wit. Oh, okay. No shit. She yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Lieutenant is an intrinsically superior pronunciation. And it was a graver error on the part of the founding fathers to make no clear provision eliminating chattel slavery. Well, that's oh true, God. but, you know. Yeah, how about women voting? What is this? It's like trying so hard to make Ichabod that that white man who is quote-unquote different. But, yeah, it's kind of awkward. No, I mean, I kind of joke about him being the convenient kind of time traveler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just like, happens to have all the right views 300 years before he traveled, or 200. Yeah. So like, he's very fortunate that um that it just happened to ma- that the future matched his beliefs. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Can you imagine if he was just like I don't know the exact opposite, like a proto-communist, like super racist? <laughs> 
I don't know. Hmm. Something completely different. Or right. like fundamentalist Christian. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Where were we? Secret journals, love letters for Abby. Mm-hmm. How did we get from sex? Secret journals, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so let's get on to the episode. I put a spell on you. Because you're mine. Stop the things you do. So it starts out with uh, Katrina on screen in a hostage situation. That's not usual. <laughs> yeah. So it's a creepy date in the woods in a ritual circle, some kind of marriage ceremony, I guess. And Henry is being the worst son ever. Maybe he just wants a new dad in the form of headless. Who knows? Because, you know, Ichabod kind of sucked as a dad. Not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. But we realized Ichabod that... didn't even know he fathered him. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. That's true. It was oh, Katrina's yeah, fault. No one told him. <laughs> it's Katrina's fault. <laughs> no one told him he had a son. No No one. That doesn't make him a bad dad. No one being Katrina. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Do you guys think um, Headless has a Pinterest account and he posts pins of his dream wedding? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that should be a thing. He must have at least like 3,000 pins. Right? (laughs) Like some candles, like different kinds of candles. Yeah. Um, I actually came home late, so I missed this scene. You did? Serious? Describe it. Yeah. Yes. Please describe it. So, like, Katrina's being like tied up to this thing. So she's doing, you know, like the. How do you describe her arm movements? Like the Y in the YMCA song. (laughs) Like down like this. Two two sticks. Right. (laughs) Headless is like like I don't know. Did he have? He was like super excited, and Henry is like, uh, "We're gonna bound you forever." Yeah. To one other, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's ever fire in a circle. Oh and then um, it turns out that it's like actually Ichabod's angst. Like he's just imagining it happening. Mm-hmm. He's, um, oh, yeah. he's, yeah. he's having a so nightmare. This episode also begins with a fake out, just like yeah. the previous episode. Yeah. Short mm-hmm. of fake. Well, it's, fake. it's not really a fake out. I think it's like. But it's it wasn't almost... a nightmare. He was just zoning out and like daydreaming about it like he was working wasn't his head down wasn't he sleeping oh i thought he oh maybe he was sleeping why would he 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 like passed out in the archives with uh, and abby woke him up yeah Um. yeah so i mean it's it's kind of like a prophetic dream actually because uh or not really a prophetic dream he was reading i think he was reading about it yeah there's like a a diagram of this yeah because it's chick tied to with the YMCAY. Yeah, it's, like, it's in the uh, uh, a codec. So he's oh, reading I this. I didn't describe it right. At the end of the night, where he, when he wakes up, it's right when Headless is about to behead Katrina. Um. Henry's like, we're going to make you guys matchy-matchy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the perfect couple. Yeah, and so Ichabod's like, no! Yeah. Katrina! <laughs> 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 okay, so, yeah, surprise, it's, it's Crane having a nightmare. Um, and Abby reassures him. He's like, well, you know, she's probably still alive. He didn't just take her to kill her. And mm-hmm. Ichabod, that's what Ichabod's worried about. Because he's like, he's going to sacrifice her. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, sacrifice, not really sacrifice. But have this, like, weird marriage ceremony. 
So it's the lost gospel of whoever, I can't even remember, but it's like a codec. And it says the horse, one of the horsemen will take a bride. And I thought it was interesting that Abby knows of this lost gospel. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of canonical that their mother made her and Jenny memorize Bible passages, right? So maybe yeah, that's... Yeah, I mean, she's like, oh, yeah, the obscure gospel. Sure, I've heard of that, Ichabod. Yeah, because <laughs> their, mom, their mom was into this stuff. I, I hope we learn more about her, but it's just interesting. I mean, Jenny obviously knows because she's the one that got it. Like, later on in mm-hmm. the episode, we realize it. But um, did you guys notice that it looks like Henry's armored avatar is in the ma- image and not headless? It was like a guy in a, the thing that he has... That he's you guys think Henry's gonna marry his mom? No. Oedipus Rex. <laughs> Maybe he'll just, like kidnap Jenny or something. I don't know. He also hates her, so I don't think he's gonna want to marry her. That's creepy. That's even creepier than normal. <clears throat> so at this point, Abby said something about Martha Stewart, and mm-hmm. she said something about like she said that that ritual is not Martha Stewart, implying that she too has a Pinterest board. Yes. <laughs> so Ichabod's like Martha Stewart what who is that yeah and so she she explains to him that there's a wedding industry and everything and Ichabod goes on this rant or he doesn't go on a rant but he says something about the sacred union between a man and a woman and I was like oh how heteronormative Ichabod <laughs> <laughs> yeah I wonder if he's he's like learned about I wonder if he ever knew any gay people I know right yeah he had to have mm. They aren't going to go there, maybe. He can diary about it. Dear diary, today (laughs) I found out that in this America, (laughs) I just hope he studies the writings of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, yes. Yeah. He'd probably admire her. We don't know. But yeah, like back in his day, people married for wealth and land all the time. So yeah, the wedding industry is basically just capitalizing on that. Right, yeah, it's yeah. like a bigger form of the capitalist exchange. Right. I mean, if anything, he should be, like, confused that so many people are marrying for love, right? Right. Because when but, he and mm. Katrina did it, that was, like, a rare thing. Right. Yeah. Most people didn't do that. Wow, he really is exceptional, man. Married for love, <laughs> not a racist. <laughs> Super smart. Photographic memory. Rich. But not so rich that he was evil. Yeah. So so Abby notes um, at this point that Abraham's family owned a lot of property in Sleepy Hollow. And since Ichabod knew him, they can use that to find Katrina. She was like, oh, uh, oh he, you know, your BFF um, who you you know, ran off with his wife. <laughs> well, she didn't actually say that, but that's basically what she she said and reminded him of. So I thought, oh my gosh, funny. oh my gosh, it just occurred to me that Henry is trying to set up his mom with a new stepdad. <laughs> that's what I said. I was like, maybe he wants a new dad. Oh, sorry, it just hit me now too. Like that's crazy. wait. It's like um, what you call it? Problem child. Have you guys seen that movie? Parent child. Problem Child. What's oh, problem, problem Child? Oh my god, you guys have never seen that? Ugh. Problem Child? No. Damn, now I feel really old. It's not like the same way that like last week's episode was like Sister Sister because Ichabod met a twin. <laughs> yes. Okay. Precisely. Uh, I also really love how um, she's so on point. Like Abby throughout the episode is really on point with her police work. She's mm-hmm. like profiling a- Abe. She's like calculating how much time it's gonna get to get to the for the horseman to travel on horseback for sundown. 
etc. So I like to see that. I like more of that because um, she's just, you know, she's really smart. She's very witty. And too often, Ichabod takes over everything. It is the smart one. And knows everything, mm-hmm. yeah. But okay, so question. If the horseman is only active after sundown, why didn't or Katrina try to escape during daytime? But I don't know if it's, he, he's only active. I think question. it's like his power is less. I think that's Like his force only works after dark? Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, his power is less. During the day, but it, like, reaches its peak at night type mm-hmm. deal? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's I just... Can, a, I can believe iPhone? that. Maybe it's just... A, <laughs> like an iPhone. Maybe it's just a plot error, but I think that's how they're selling yeah, it. Yeah, we can't think about this too hard. Like, <laughs> this is Sleepy Hollow. If we think too hard nothing starts to everything starts to not make sense <laughs> but i think that's how they're playing it anyway so in the next scene we see that um abby's like running late for a meeting and she meets the new sheriff reyes lena reyes she's did you, cool did you notice that cute cop is back he's kind of like it's chubby he's kind of chubby he looks like he could be like asian or pacific islander yeah yeah, I thought he died last season. See, I don't remember anything from last season. I definitely recognized him, though. He wasn't the one that died. It was, like, the white guy. He was, like, sick. He was sick. Really or something. Cute was he? Or maybe that was another guy. I don't know. There's a lot of cops <laughs> that don't have very recognized... I, I remember Devin. Because mm-hmm. you guys made fun of me. We said nobody was here for Devin. <laughs> I was a little bit here for Devin. <laughs> so, he's back. Apparently, he's he'll, he's recurring this season. And I can't remember the actor's name right now, but he's going to be in a recurring role. So good for him. Oh, more cop friends. More POC. Okay. <clears throat> so oh, male cops. Like, Abby's, like, the only female cop. Well, that's how it is sense. in real life, you guys. Yeah, like, what's her name? <laughs> Officer, I think, Yancey from Real Life Sleepy yeah. Hollow is also the only lady cop. Yeah, and she's also black. Abby oh. could have more friends who aren't from work. Yeah, that's true. I'm wondering, like, did she have friends before all this happened? The academy, maybe? Yeah, like, what did she do after work before this, other than Morales? Like, what else did she do after? (laughs) What else? (laughs) I think you can kind of fan-wank it and say that she kept her friendships very, like, acquaintances because she's Abby and she's trying to, you know, leave the town and keep everyone Mm -hmm. at, like, arm's length. I believe that, actually, because she didn't seem, even in season one... She had a lot of her emotional problems and stuff with abandonment and things like that. I could see her not really having many friends. Oh, no, there's Andy, though. Andy was her friend. Andy was her friend. And then he betrayed her. <laughs> From work? <laughs> no, 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 no. They went to high school together. Oh, okay. Well, I want her to have, like, a friend who's a woman who has, like, a completely non-related job. Like, she's a hairstylist or, like, she owns oh. a coffee shop or something. And I want to see her um, meet Ichabod and see what she <laughs> That lady in the, yeah, I guess that doesn't really count. Yeah. She knew the lady in the um, diner and stuff. Oh, yeah. So, hold on. Speaking of, did you guys see the fan cast for Daniel Henney? Yes. To play, it was the, that's, it was like the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. In my life. To play Andy's cousin. To play Andy's cousin who's a reporter. He doesn't have to be related to Andy, does he? Can't he just be like. Well, no. Okay, but listen, this is a really cool idea. He's Andy's cousin, who is a news reporter, who, you know, his cousin goes missing, and, like, no one's a reporter. Oh, there should be a journalist. Yeah. It should be, like, a sexy, nosy journalist. (laughs) But that's Daniel Henny. That's Daniel Henny. It could be 
channel, honey. They don't have to be related. You're right. They don't have to be related. But I kind of like the idea of someone looking for Andy, right. you know? Me too. So, so you know, he's the the cousin who who's a journalist who, like, fucks shit up. And, like, him and him and Abby end up getting together. It's the best. <laughs> well, there should be because there's, the all, like, a serial murder, like, spree across Sleepy Hollow, which Ray's talks yeah. about. Yeah, like, so- why not have journalists nosing around and, like... You know, God, why not have Daniel Henney? <laughs> I should be his publicist shit. I'm always just like, put Daniel Henney in everything. Anywho, it was the best fan cast ever. I think, and which is, I definitely understand anything about like them not being related, but I just thought it was cool because somebody looking for Andy and like wondering about his well-being. Oh, it could just be a friend, maybe a colleague or something. Speaking of Andy's disappearance, nobody's like asking what happened to Morales. He's still like, alive, but... Yeah, but he was, like, injured or something, and he's just gone. No, he got up mm-hmm. and left. There's an extra scene in the DVDs. He actually gets up and leaves. Oh, where'd he go? Oh. No idea. To another show? Where is <laughs> to, he? To another show. That's where he went. <laughs> Damn it. Why'd they get rid of him so quickly? Hmm. So Reyes is interesting. She's really by the books. She has a history with Abby. She knew Abby's Abby and Jenny's mother, which is which is also interesting because I wonder what the calls were for because their father was an alcoholic and their mom was mentally ill, right? Mm-hmm. So were they abused or or did they call when their mom had an episode? Well, they also went missing for three days. Was she around when they were searching no. for her? She, they were in foster care by that time. Mm. I don't know if she had died already or if she was just in a mental hospital. Mm. But they were in foster care and that's why Jenny, that's why Abby lied, remember? Because she was like, we were getting kicked out or we were getting moved from home to home, I think. And because they were in the woods drinking or smoking, I forget what, what they were doing something like. The no, they were was- just walking. But the story that came out was that they were sm- they're drinking. They were like, isn't that the cover story for what happened? I think they were actually doing that. That's why they were in the woods. That's why they. No, I think they were woods. accused of doing that. I don't think they were doing that. Are you sure? I thought they were good kids. Not that kids you do that are bad, but. Yeah. I thought that was part of the tragedy about lying. I don't know, but they didn't want to get in trouble for something. And so Abby was like, we're, we're going to get in trouble, so you're going to have to lie. And then Jenny didn't lie. Of course, that messed up their relationship for 13 years. Um, you know, I wonder why, like what kind of history that she has with their mother. I also thought that thing was inter- like what she said about um, the drug cartels leaving body parts in public mm-hmm. to, to instill fear in people. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a great, that was an interesting line. I can't really put my finger on why, but. <laughs> Are they trying to, like, establish her ethnicity? No. <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. I think. We're so worried. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> Sorry, because like, we had this conversation about how the actress was not Latina. Yeah. The character uh, is. And I'm uh, like, oh, really? She's a Latina cop, so the first thing she's going to talk about is, is the, the cartels. cartels. Okay. Like, of course. I can understand that. I was thinking of, um, I was thinking because uh, fear is how, it's like a, a method of control. So I was thinking she was talking about Sleepy Hollow and this. Right. And it's like she's. Kind of like current state of mind and how like right. this yeah. is a problem that can be solved. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason yeah. why we, all these bodies showing up right now, like that's a way to create fear. We need to push past that. Like that's kind of how I saw that. Yeah. yeah, yeah I that think that's sense. the scene that I. 
started watching. I have to rewatch this episode yeah. actually. So, so that I didn't see from the beginning. She she also says to her, "We're gonna, you know, after their conversation, because Abby's kind of like thrown a little bit, and she's she's like, we're gonna bring sanity back to town." Ooh. <laughs> which Little is kind of like feet. ouch you know ableist yeah Burr. but yeah so now we go uh she abby walks outside and ichabod's there why can't he just go and like get a job <laughs> actually he was employed apparently by the station the we'll, we get to yeah. that later yeah so ichabod explains how abe's parents thought a union between he and katrina would bring in more wealth because he said something about like oh his intentions weren't very I don't know, noble or something. And, and I Abby's thought Katrina like, was like a Quaker. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she was like a rich girl who ran away and became a Quaker. That has to be the story because they, 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 they gave us that Quaker story then kind of dropped it, which would have been so interesting, right? A Quaker who leaves her faith to marry this rich guy and then runs and off. And be a witch. Yeah, and <laughs> runs off with Ichabod. Because they should she, just let her be evil. Fuck that. Right? She's what a, they've like, done with her She's so a Quaker. She's so high No, but there was, a, there was a story there that she was a Quaker, apparently, and she wasn't used to the fineries and everything. Yeah. So, her, but her father, maybe her father left Quakerdom and wanted to marry her off to somebody so he could get money. Why didn't they just keep her as a high society woman? I don't know why they have this Quaker story in there. Because, you know, the good whites, the cranes are the good whites. Like, oh, yeah, so she that's has right. to Quakers, Quakers were out, Quaker. yes. All right, yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, pick a story, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, oh, in the original Sleepy Hollow, I believe Katrina Van Tassel was the wealthy daughter of a farmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe oh. there's some of that, too. Was her maiden name Van Tassel? Yeah, maybe. Was it? We don't know her maiden name, right? We don't know shit. It's just Katrina Crane. Katrina Hot Topic. (laughs) (laughs) Amy Lee from Evanescence. Oh my god. She did bring him back to life and save him from the nothing he became. (laughs) Wait, man. Let's be serious, you guys. So, so wait, oh yeah, because yeah, the show is so serious. So wait, but in the in the original tale, Ichabod actually wanted to marry Katrina for that same reason, which is like money. He wasn't actually in love with her. That's the original tale for all you people out there who think that Katrina and Ichabod. Know. I don't remember that part. One true love. Yeah, remember he. I thought he thought she was like she, he thought she was like a hottie. She was I'm a hottie, but also version. He was like ooh. Yeah, he was, she was a hottie, but also... He Wait, what was a kebab like? Ew. <laughs> he was like, ooh, like a ghost. <clears throat> so he figures out that he's likely holding her at Dobbs Ferry, which used to be called something else, I can't remember, uh, because that's where she accepted his proposal. And Abby have a hic- like, um, Abby's like, okay, let's go there. We have to go there now or else the sun's going to come down, blah, blah, blah. So they are in the car and this moment's really great because she thinks that he isn't focused on the mission and she expresses that to him, which she hasn't, hadn't done in the first, I think they were just trying, you know, getting to know each other in the first Mm -hmm. season. And then, you know, he left her in purgatory for his wife. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Um, And things didn't end that well last season. So Abby's having some doubts, which makes so much sense, right? 
And of course he goes, well, she's, it's not just about the fact that she's my wife. She's a witch of extraordinary abilities that can tip the scales of war on either side. And I was like, what? And then we were all, we were all like, what? How? Where? Because first of all, he didn't even know she was a witch till after he was resurrected, right? right. Wasn't uh, she? Was it? And di- yeah, and didn't he, wasn't he there watching her when she tried to lift a twig? Yeah, she saw her get yes. taken down really quickly. Right. So what is he talking about? She's a witch of extraordinary She's abilities. She's not the smartest witch in her year. Oh, my God. She's no Hermione, that's for sure. Hogwarts. She's she's no Willow Rosenberg. Yeah, Maybe she's a Hogwarts dropout. She's no, she's no one either any of the girls from the craft. I could go on and on. Hocus Pocus. She's no Sanderson sisters. Oh, my God. From Hocus Pocus. She's no... In short, Ichabod is telling myths, lies, and fallacies when it comes to Katrina. I'm trying to think of a witch that Katrina could overpower. Um, the worst witch. No, not even. <laughs> that journal. Rita Skeeter? Rita could you take Skeeter? Skeeter? Yo, at this point, Katrina's like a squib. <laughs> That's just me. Oh. <laughs> a squib. She's a really well dressed witch. <laughs> I mean, they need to. T- they need instead of telling us, they need to show us. They exactly. Sh- they show us with everything else, but for some uh, reason, she has not been extraordinary. Huh? She's what? She hasn't been like attempting any magical escapes. She did yeah. stab him, but that wasn't like magic. They're, they they yeah. need to have an explanation for why her magic isn't working. Yeah, or why she's not using it. Like, wouldn't a witch's go to? escape route be to utilize magic like yeah but remember she couldn't even float a twig so. <laughs> we're going to ignore <laughs> so abby's worried rightfully as she should be because she's probably thinking this witch she's supposed to be a powerful witch then what what where is she um because in the very next scene ichabod tries to run in to rescue katrina without a plan they're outside the uh the uh, dobbs the old mansion and I think he throws something and the horse comes out. And then they're hey. like, oh, he must be here because there's his horse. Ichabod was doing the absolute most in that scene. I'm like, yeah. if you don't take, he was like on a level 10. I'm like, if you don't <laughs> bring it down a few notches and calm your ass down. He's he about was to like, run in there. And Abby's like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Yeah, that was foolish of him to want to do that. So she's right to be concerned. But you got me in a headlock. So they recon with Jenny in the next scene after this. And she's talking about the codex or whatever. And she's like, yeah, I retrieved it, blah, blah, blah. And she points at something on on the codex or the codex and he removes her hand did you see that he like grabbed her hand yeah he removed and it. He was i was like, like he was like okay oh, hell no okay like he could not handle jenny knowing just as much or more than him right? like is anyone gonna point out how douchey ichabod is ichabod is kind of douchey he's so turned he's up. super pretentious he's super yeah. pretentious no wonder he doesn't like frank franken frank franklin <laughs> I, I almost had Franklin Roosevelt last night. Franklin Roosevelt. Wrong era. <clears throat> but yeah, so we find out about Franklin Stein's monster. 
which is a term that Abby coined later on in the episode, which is very clever, very punny. Uh, apparently he did, he put together parts of different soldiers who were awesome and super soldiers, kind of like Captain America. I don't know if those were super soldiers, man. Those were like zombie <laughs> But you know he collages. took no he took yeah he took pieces of the best soldiers who died in battle and he wanted to make this super awesome soldier that could fight the forces of darkness except they never finished the spell for some reason but they preserved the body. So I wonder if Franklin actually did experiments on dead bodies. <laughs> uh <laughs> So was he Frankenstein though? Like No, I mean cool. I don't know if he did any experiments on anybody's bodies. It doesn't say dead bodies. Dead bodies. It probably doesn't say because that's like a fucking bizarre plot line to have <laughs> on your show. Well, he did sort all sorts of experiment, and I guess. Um, I mean, why was it called the Kindred? Because Kindred. It just means... it just reminds me of the book Kindred, which is like a totally different thing. Well, Kindred means similar and related to. Right? So it's supposed to be kind of like related to the Headless Horseman, except without a head. I mean, with a head. Ah. So they used the head to, um, they needed the head to raise the kindred. So it's like piece of the Headless Horseman. And that's why, you know, because he's very alike the Headless Horseman. I don't know. I guess that's why. <laughs> but I really appreciate the uh, um, Frankenstein illusions in this part. And I also um, appreciate the fact that Jenny's, like, calling him out. Well, actually, that happens later. The first thing that happens, actually, is Abby calls him out. And she's like, this is a bad plan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's like, we're not raising, we're not having a weapon here. We can't control it. It's, we're, we're talking about raising a monster. So she's like, this is crazy. Uh, And meanwhile, this is going on. Henry's having a chat with Moloch, who seems to be kind of pissed off. But he's like, hey, you know, I'll find a way to come uptown. You just concentrate on ruining everybody's lives because that's what you do best. And Henry's like, yeah, sure, okay, I'll do that. And back at the cabins, like, Abby, Ichabod, and Jenny are arguing and Jenny's, like, in the middle of this old married couple fight. And Ichabod's overruled but still gets his way because he's an annoying white guy. And it's interesting to see the dynamic here because Jenny's kind of on the outside even though she considers herself part of the team. And, like, ultimately the final call for action is, like, down to Abby and Ichabod, right? So it's kind of sad, because they haven't, like, Jenny and Abby haven't had time to be sisters, and, like, here's something else that's coming in between them. Right. It kind of bothered me how quickly Abby gave in. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of no, no, no. And Jenny was like, no, no, no. still in the end it's a ridiculous idea it is it is it's like what it can bother like listen to yourself you want to raise (laughs) a zombie with the head of headless to save your wife like what not an exceptional an exceptional witch yeah uh, even even your dog thinks it's silly (laughs) (laughs) even your dog's like what why would you so when she finally gave and and which is funny because when i was live blogging this I was like I could kind of see why Abby would just give in and like not fight him on this so here's here here was my mode of thinking I think for Abby 
she understands why Ichabod is so attached to the idea of getting Katrina back beyond the fact that she is clearly not an acceptable, an exceptional witch. And they could obviously get someone else. And I think it's just because even though he has her, mm-hmm. he is still very much alone in terms of what he grew up in, his world, his environment, his comfort zone. So Katrina is that comfort. And I think for Abby, she's like, if this, if getting Katrina will help you help us get back on track, then let's do it. Let's take this risk and hope for the best. Because if it doesn't work, at least I can say, I fucking told you so, you (laughs) douchebag. Like, at least she can say that. Right? Even though I was annoyed that they had her, like, give in to him, Mm -hmm. it wasn't like she was like, all right, let's go. It was kind of, she's like, she's kind of just like, okay, you know, all right, you know, let's, let's do this. Um, I don't know. I still kind of wish she pulled him aside. I'm just like, this is not okay, but Mm -hmm. I'm doing this. Like, I I wish she verbalized this. Like, I am not okay with this, but I'm going through with this because if it means that we can get Katrina back and, you know, end that plot line so you can focus on a mission. End that plot line, right? (laughs) Seriously, kill that shit. (laughs) So Jenny, of course, is like, like, are you serious? (laughs) But, you know, she has to defer to her sister, right? One of the witnesses. So Abby sends Jenny to retrieve weapons at the archives. Bad idea. But yeah, Jenny's like, you know, the last time we went on a mission to save Katrina, it didn't exactly go well. And it didn't go well this time either. Yeah. But Ichabod's like, yeah, but this time her eyes are open. And I think there are anvils here that are implying that his eyes aren't open since he's so one-track minded when it comes to her. So he's completely out of his element. And I think the narrative is telling us that anyway. Or showing us that, at least. At this time, speaking of Katrina, she and Abe are talking. And she's like, you lied to me, Ichabod's still alive. And he, he is like, well, where is he, huh? Where is your boo? <laughs> How come he's not here? How come Best he's not trying to... Best scene <laughs> of the whole episode. They were he's like, like, he's she's not lying. Like, he's like, he's off with some other girl. <laughs> He's like, it took him two seconds to go get her in purgatory. He's like, you've seen it yourself. Like, yo. He's like, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Headless is the captain of SS Ikebi. Okay. He basically read our diaries. It's like, he's doing some reading, all right? He's doing some reading. Phil. So Phil. He was like, he doesn't want you. He don't want you. Basically. He moved. Yeah, he's like, he didn't want me either. He moved on from us. So to we, hotness. Yeah, so it's kind of like, oh, we belong together. You should be on my side. We belong together. <laughs> but for me, though, I felt kind of bad for Katrina. Like, I laughed, mm-hmm. but then I felt kind of bad for her because it was just like, in her face, you could see that she knew. Like, then there was a flashback to Cavi Snuggles. Yeah. There's a lot of flashbacks this episode, man. Yeah. They were just laying it on thick. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, Mark Goffman wrote this, guys. So <laughs> so we <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Goffman. Thank you very much. So we still need to free Frank Irving, guys. He's still locked up. Abby goes to him to get the head. And what's interesting here is that she commends him for lying to protect his daughter because you know that's what Abby kind of did when she and Jenny were young. She lied to protect them and said that she didn't see anything. And he's actually lying too. He's like not telling the truth because he's like, "Oh, it's going to get me locked up." But before that, he he asked he asked how Katrina got out of purgatory. Um even Frank is like, 
Why? <laughs> How come she's not helping y'all? And he also reveals that he put the head in a bank. And Abby's like, a bank? And he's like, well, it has 24-hour security. It's behind a bunch of steel. It's never going to get out. Like, no one's ever going to get in. Uh, no one knows where it is. Frank has also says that he hasn't told them anything about the demon. And then Abby who is a Slytherin you know, through and through, she says that <laughs> if he lies or if he tells the truth in this instant, he won't be in maximum security prison any longer, but closer to the witnesses so they can actually visit him. It's kind of like what happened with Jenny. I think, I wonder if that's why Jenny told the truth every single time about demons and stuff that she was fighting because it's easier mm -hmm. to break out of an asylum than maximum security, right? Mm -hmm. so jenny kind of did the same thing that abby's suggesting that irving do so they're more alike than we thought <laughs> they're right like on point with each other in terms of planning so then we go to a bank scene because abby's in the bank and she's <laughs> she's about to go to retrieve the head and ichabod's like ranting about i don't know the free market and blah 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 and money and crap because this guy the bank what would you call what an administrator um, i mean was he a teller he was like the recruiter he was a teller he's like a recruit yeah so this maybe sales like buy this credit yeah. card so he offered him a card to buy a wedding ring for he's abby shipper too man he's totally <laughs> like one of abraham's plans <laughs> he's and he didn't deny it you didn't deny it. She's like, you know, come here to celebrate and engage. Want to buy an engagement ring? Right. <laughs> shows someone? like the two people are like, ew, no. She's like a sister to me. Yeah. Ichabod's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not take out a loan. If I buy Miss Mills a ring, I will use it with cash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, um, somebody she, said something. He never he what? I said he never actually denies it. Like he's never really like, no, that's my sister. Like mm -hmm. he's never skin good, sir. Because <laughs> she's not like a sister to him. All y'all out there who <laughs> likes to talk about how he's like sister. If you're into incest, that's your thing. But nah. we are not. <laughs> she is my fellow witness. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I make the assumption and carries on. Yeah. So, you know, it was interesting. I read the um, io9 recap with Genevieve Valentine. I think that's her name. Who does the Sleepy Hollow recaps. She, she wrote, interesting subtext. Ichabod can barely stand being left alone. I hope this gets examined. Things were too rushed last season for this to really be an issue. But it's interesting because either because either because of how much he needs a partner slash audience or lingering trauma from being buried alive. But at the beginning of the season two, he was also buried alive, and he was like crying out for for Abby. So that's true. Maybe it is a thing. We should question that. Let's ask about it. Find that away. It's like yeah, it's a question to ask. Yeah, at Comic Con. We feel like Ichabod has a phobia about of being alone. Right. Oh, cries out for Lieutenant. Yeah. Unless Lieutenant is just what he calls all women. Maybe that's his nickname for Katrina. <laughs> Lieutenant. In the bedroom. So then we go to... Oh, yeah. So they get to the head to save Secret Whispers, a.k.a. Katrina. Then we go to Jenny, who's in the archives, doing what Abby told her to do. Sheriff Reyes comes in, and she's like, what are you doing in here? And she's like, I'm waiting on my sister, girl. And she's like, really? You're waiting on your sister? Jenny, Miss Jenny, who, you know, flipped her car 
and broke out of like broke out of the asylum and did all these other terrible things and Jenny kind of sad it's kind of sad that she's like oh I have other achievements besides being you know a criminal this is not who you think I am Mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of sad and um and she's like so what were you doing and she's like nothing and of course she's like oh well you know nothing interesting well, then let me check your this bag that you were just searching through. And she realizes she has firearms. And Jenny just holds up her hands and basically gets arrested for having illegal possession of firearms. Poor Jenny. So then Abby and Ichabod go to, I guess, smooth things over. And Ichabod puts on his romantic, his, like, romance face and, like, lead romantic, you know, voice or whatever. And he's like, my name is Ichabod Crane. And it's like... Reyes completely just cuts him off and doesn't pay him any attention. <laughs> she just completely yeah. just She's like, like, yeah, who are you? Who, who cares? Yeah. That's like his <laughs> so like, My name is Ichabod Crane. My name is Ichabod Crane. And he's like a little, you know, he did a little bow and everything. He's trying to be like. He's think, trying to charm the old time. Yeah. And she's not having it. Reyes is the only like person thinking about this for more than five seconds other mm-hmm. than morales like yeah. why yeah. Is this old timey man here <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she's like oh history old consultant time. she's like why do we even why have you anyone? yeah exactly. so she fires him yeah. basically <laughs> so yeah. I, at least we know he was getting a paycheck right um so reyes too nice reyes basically snatches all their wigs at this point, Abby tried to take the blame. You know, can we talk about how people really hate her for this? I don't know if they hate her. Like, the, the posts that I've seen, maybe I've just been skimming the ones that aren't that bad, or maybe I'm just following really good people, are annoyed with her. But I feel like they were annoyed with Irving as well, because he locked up Ichabod. He didn't really believe him at first. But the difference mm. between her and Irving is that Irving just kind of let Abby do whatever. He was he let her question the witness. He didn't suspend her when she disobeyed orders to bring him to the psychiatric ward. Right. <clears throat> she just he was just like, "You know, I told you to do this thing. Why aren't you doing it?" And then she goes right. and does it and then she's back in his good graces, right? Mhm. Reyes, it wouldn't be the same for her definitely not you know Mm -hmm. so i think i kind of like her i really like her like i feel like characters that like that are kind of like abby in a sense where they call out the unrealistic aspects of the show and kind Mm -hmm. of give you as a viewer something to hold on to to me they are just as much they're just as important as, like, the biblical horsemanship. Yeah, she's, like, the mundane threat. Yeah. Not that she's yeah. mundane, but she's, like, the everyday, like, administrative, like, oh, uh, you two forgot to turn in your paperwork. I guess you're out of a job, like, threat. Right, yeah. right, right. It's, it's right. I don't know. I'm thinking of, like, I don't know if you've ever read the Animorphs books. But like there I did, was like, I did. the threat of like the aliens, right? And then there was like the smaller everyday threat of their parents finding out that they were sneaking out at night. Yeah. Right, right. Like, or like on yeah. Buffy, right? Mm-hmm. The threat of that day to day, like, I'm not gonna make it to algebra class. Yeah. <laughs> just as, like, right. Or even yeah. even Buffy's mother yeah, is kind of like, like an antagonist 
um, because she didn't, you know, Buffy had to keep her secret and she didn't want her mom to know. And then her mom would be, she would have arguments with her mother. Yeah. And her mother thought she was just being a crazy teenager, like getting into fights and stuff and not doing her work because she just fell into the wrong crowd. And so she's kind of an antagonist. A lot of people did not like Buffy's mom. But there's this whole, like, if you only knew the truth dynamic. Right. That we got with Irving that we have to start over with with this character. Yeah, and this character is a lot harder to convince that something supernatural is going on because she doesn't believe any of that crap. You know, she's seen, like, really bad things happen at the border and with drug cartels or whatever. So she's, like, a no-bullshit kind of person. What's interesting as well is her, like, rapport with Abby. I think she's kind of, like, got a soft spot for Abby. I don't know if it's a soft spot or what, but she takes her aside and she apologizes. She's like, before when I said sanity, it was a poor word choice and not intended toward you. And I think it's interesting that she apologized to her, but not her behavior. She taught herself. Yeah, but know her behavior toward Irving versus yeah, Abby. Yeah, or towards Jenny. Right. She doesn't like either of them. I think she's the type to pick and choose who she's compassionate to because she's like, she, Irving's a criminal and therefore she's not worthy of her respect. And Jenny's also a criminal, but Abby is different. And so Abby... There's that like black and white thinking that makes her kind of a danger too yeah. and like a good antagonist. Yeah. Because she's just like, this person's worthy of my time because they're following the law or whatever. But your sister's a delinquent and this man who's with you or Irving's a delinquent. And then, you know, who cares about this dude who's with you who seems like, I don't know why you're you're letting this hobo follow you around, basically, <laughs> about Ichabod. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so Ichabod kind of digs into why Reyes apologized because he's so nosy. And Abby says she knew my mother who was a little bit totally crazy. So that should come up later on. I can't wait to get to the scenes where we get to like know more about Abby and her family. Um, so there's, yeah, there are a lot of layers and complexity, especially with Jenny and Abby basically arguing who will take the fall and then them giving each other looks. And Abby seems kind of sad about it. And Jenny's like, I had faith in you and now I'm locked up again, which is the vibe I was getting from it anyway. So I really yeah, like that scene. that really sad. I uh-huh. don't really... I don't know, just because she ended up there because of Ichabod. Like, I just kept going back to that. Like, if Ichabod and he was kind of so wrapped, I don't know. When they get Jenny out, I feel like Ichabod owes her an apology. And I think Jenny gets should be able to say, I told you so. Like, mm-hmm. I hate that she ended up locked up. Like, Yeah, they put her at risk when they sent her on that errand. Yeah. And she was basically yes. their errand girl. and. If she has been involuntarily committed, then I don't know the laws in New York, but it's very likely that it's illegal for her to possess weapons. Mm-hmm. And she right. had like a whole baggie of them. Yeah. So. Right. So. So this could be really bad for her. And mm-hmm. I'm so invested in, in uh, Abby and Jenny's relationship that like, how are they going to develop if Jenny's behind bars? Right. Again. Like, yeah. Frank submits to a lie detector test and passes because he tells the truth about Encetif. Is that how you pronounce it? Because he was, he was like <laughs> correcting. Oh, no, no. He was correcting her. Thing <laughs> that possessed Amanda. Yes, Encetif. Um, Frank feels responsible because the demon was after him. So that's why he confessed. That's what he tells them. Reyes thinks he's tricked the test. Because she's like, what we were talking about last season, right? There are ways to mm-hmm. trick the lie detector test. There are ways test. to bust a polygraph. Right. She was like, oh, you're doing this just so you can get transferred. So she, like, figures out their plan, 
which you know, mm-hmm. really quickly. But yeah, she decides that she's she she decides to threaten him with electroshock therapy. I got things <laughs> to say about this. Yeah, can I drop some knowledge? I've heard that it's a last resort thing, and they do use it in extreme cases still. Well, Is that true? I mean, for starters, the only way you can hospitalize someone against their will is if they're a danger to themselves or others, or if they are really gravely disabled. And the standards are really high. If you said, like, I'm thinking about killing myself, you would not be eligible for voluntary hospitalization just by saying that. Most of the time, they would still want you to be really concrete about it because thoughts of hurting other people are very common. Mm -hmm. Thoughts of hurting oneself are actually really common. and So that's not necessarily hospitalizable. Mm -hmm. Same with grave disability. Like, saying that you believe in demons isn't enough to get you committed. Yes. If you believe in demons and you believe they're poisoning your food and you refuse to eat for two weeks and you're going to like starve to death, then maybe, and only in certain states. So people say all sorts of things to get out of general population and into the mental health ward of jail. Mm-hmm. But even when they are sent, involuntary treatment would be super illegal in this situation unless Irving was threatening himself or somebody else or so disabled that if they didn't treat him, he would die. So he he does have a lawsuit on his hands, and I feel like as a cop, he should know that without, like, Henry coming in and telling him. But basically, like, she should know that, too. Like, she was just going to set herself up for a lawsuit if she's going to involuntarily treat him. Yeah. What What made me really upset, I think, watching that scene was, like, damn it. A lot of people on antipsychotic drugs discontinue their medication, even if it's helping them because of stuff they see on TV. Like, I don't know if you've seen that commercial with the man boobs. There's this drug spritol, and there's always this commercial going like, if you grew man boobs because of this drug, please call us. We're like the lawyers, and we'll help you sue company or whatever. And, like, so many people have discontinued their meds that were, you know, the meds that were keeping them working or out of the hospital because they were, like, afraid of getting man boobs. And I'm just like, no. Well, Well, anyway, that line about the antipsychotics... And then the line about electroshock therapy, like, yeah, people still get electroshock therapy. It's really expensive, so I don't know why she would want to authorize the payment for electroshock therapy. It does work on really severe bipolar depression. Yeah. It probably did jack shit for someone saying that a demon attacked his daughter. Well, I mean, he did kill a bunch of well, he confessed to killing a bunch of people, so I think that's also why he's there too. Yeah, but you wouldn't treat someone with electroshock therapy or antipsychotics for that yeah i don't know i mean the plan to get him moved to the hospital that jenny was able to escape from easily was a good one yeah but i don't think rays would have had the power to get him involuntarily treated in the real world and i also think but i could be wrong that maybe that decision is like something that's done more like on a judicial level he's he would probably be found competent to stand trial either way because yeah. he's ill, but not ill enough to know that murder is, like, like not wrong. Yeah. And so, I don't know how they're going to get him out of it, unless they can prove that somebody else killed Devin. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, surely
Abby and Ichabod are in the tunnel searching for Frankenstein's monster, and Crane isn't getting any of the Frankenstein refs uh, references, so Abby says she needs to add it to his reading list. <laughs> yeah, I think he'd like it. He'd enjoy it. Yeah, he would. So yeah, they're in the tunnels, and bats happen. That was like out of all the shit they've seen, they're afraid of the bats. No, no, no. But (laughs) Abby's afraid of the bats. I don't think Ichabod was. They were just kind of ducking because if you're if bats are coming out, you're gonna duck, right? Yeah, she did explain it was because it reminded her of purgatory. Yeah, so she's dealing with some post traumatic stress, Mm. which makes me kind of question how Katrina is so well adjusted. (laughs) Because <laughs> he's been there for I'm two hundred. She's trying to not eat anything for two hundred years. <laughs> oh trying to not go to the bathroom for two hundred years. She should be on some. Cr- she should be like acting differently. You know what I mean? She should be yep. like yep. traumatized and stuff. She's still maybe a little bit erratic. Probably. She's so yeah. She's so one. She's kind of like well, the same. Trina maybe has to just kind of this baseline like meh. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I'm in purgatory now. <laughs> so um, we get a heart to heart between there are a lot of heart to hearts in this episode between um abby and ichabod abby confesses that she's never been so happy as she was in purgatory to see demon ichabod and she knew she shouldn't have drank the um water but she was so elated that she wanted was to, about drink to. It. Yeah. yeah she loves him Oh, whatever. And <laughs> <laughs> so so then she confesses that her faith in Ichabod is her greatest weakness. And I think what she was yes. saying is that some people took it to mean, like, I think it was something negative that she was saying, like, you are clouding my judgment or my mm-hmm. faith in you is clouding my judgment. And mm-hmm. he's like, I, that's what they want you to think. And then he's like, oh, my God, I'm so offended. Do you think Katrina is my weakness? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and, babe. Yes. And Abby's like, well, kind of, you did go after Abraham instead of Henry, which, yes. you know, yeah. which means that you can't do what you need to do if you have to kill him. Right. Or yeah. if you have to put her on the back burner and just do something, yeah. do this mission that we have to do. She does think that Henry and Katrina are clouding his judgment. Mm-hmm. And she straight up just tells him that, right? And she's kind of yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. You know, it was very perceptive of her. And I'm glad that she called him out. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Right. We were waiting for it. Um, yeah. They find, th- it gets cut short because they find the uh, the thing that they were looking for. And Abby's about to reach out for it. And Frank and Ichabod's like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> he knows everything, you guys. <laughs> but he did know Franklin personally. And apparently um, he booby-trapped his monster using electricity because uh, he was a big fan of Luigi Galvani. Who, so the battery. Yeah, who invented the battery. I'm so. pretty sure batteries don't work that way, though. <laughs> Shh. Don't um, ask too many questions. <laughs> don't think too much. I don't know. What do you mean, don't work that way? Like, how? Like, Were they shock you like that? Yeah, I don't think I don't they think do it was, that. I don't think and it was like, a... He used, like, a shovel and poked it, and then where would it have discharged to? And I don't just don't know. If that was right. no, no, no. A galvanic cell is an electrochemical cell that derives electricity from spontaneous redox reactions taking place within the cell. It was like the, you know, like the electric battery. So the electrical, it's it's not like just a battery. It's like the whole setup is meant to like produce electricity. I think that's what he was trying to say. So it reacts even when you touch it. Yeah. So it's like that shocker thing. Yeah, you know when the, you the, the clown. So it's like if you touch live wire, then right? Like if you yeah. were to touch a live wire, yeah. you get shocked. Yeah. Do you know when you take a battery and you like put it against your tongue and you get a little shock? 
Have you ever done that? <laughs> no. Well, no, I don't need batteries. Why do you need batteries? No. No. Do you know those like? Do you know? <laughs> we used to do that all the time in Jamaica. <laughs> it was like a dare. Mm. So you would put the battery against your tongue, and it'll give you a little shock. <laughs> Damn, it's like one I'm of those curious. those big batteries, the little the square ones. It's like a big cell battery. Yeah, yeah. You better not be trying it right I now. <laughs> I don't have one. You guys. <laughs> Whatever, guys. Don't, I'm not weird. Whatever. <laughs> so they, <laughs> so they find. I'm not weird. Says the girl who puts batteries on her tongue. Okay. No, but it's like, oh, whatever. I'll show you. I'll I'll get one. I'll buy one and show you what I mean. Um. So, <laughs> so the thing, of course, they de-electrify it or whatever, and open it, and Frankenstein's monster slips out. Um, so we break the we break this part to go to go back to Katrina, who's trying to spy, and she's a really bad spy. Yeah, what was that? Peeping Tom. Yeah, I was like, you, they know you're it's there. Kind of like just like leaning out, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. hey guys. <laughs> it's like they obviously know you're there. It's like when a kid tries to hide, yeah. or like when a dog tries to hide. They're like, we know you're there. We know you're behind the curtain. So Henry reveals that he knows that the witnesses are going to try to save Katrina, as usual. In these group of scenes, Katrina confesses that she wasn't ready to be married to uh, to Abe. So she ran off with Ichabod. Abe the babe. She said he didn't give her enough time. Um, She wasn't sure. And Ichabod gave her all the time in the world. For what? I don't know. I kind of like... I feel Did like he give her all the time in the world? I thought he they like got married pretty quickly and then he died. What? Uh? I don't know. Because she... I guess maybe she means like he gave her time to figure out what was in her heart or whatever. But she's trying to play him. Thankfully. Thank God she's finally doing something. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to... She's like, oh, if you give me time, maybe I'll come around. So finally, she's trying to outsmart him. And of course, his love for her is so like... He's so obsessed that he totally buys it. You know, her powers aren't working, so she got to do something. She couldn't just sit there. So the next scene, Abby and Ichabod attempt to revive the kindred using HP Lovecraft. That is not that, which is not dead. Yeah, what? Old ones? Yeah, that is not dead, which can eternal lie, and with strange aeons, even death may die. I don't think that's the exact phrase that they use. They kind of use like a spin on it. It's from H.P. Lovecraft's Necrom- yeah, the Necronomicon. Yes. Lovecraft lived way after Franklin. Right. Did. Yeah. Ooh. So I think they're trying to say like, oh, he got it from Franklin. Or they're trying to attribute it to Franklin. It wasn't like attributed to anybody. It was just, oh, this was in the um, codex. Don't get me started on Lovecraft and his hella racist writings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that's kind of cool, mm-hmm. I guess, in like a nerd way. Mm-hmm. In a Lovecraft is cool way. So Ichabod does the incantation and it fails. And Abby's like, did you do it right? <laughs> she's so done. Her yeah. face is just like. She's so great. She's great. She's I just, so I done. That. I love it. <laughs> I love that she's just like there to just be like, this guy's ridiculous. Y'all see this? So he does it again right as Abraham, I mean, yeah, is coming out and bears down on them. And it's alive. They are now parents of a Franken baby. Who gets up and defends them. I think the scenes kind of blend together at this point. Henry's back in his lair doing evil shit that evil guys do. And he turns on his monster toy. Who soon His giant Xbox Connect. Yeah. Somebody said he had an item in his hand like a hairbrush. Oh, you're right. He did have something. I don't know what it was. Mm. 
What, what, what was he holding? These I don't know, but his eyes turned like all black, and he was like, "Yeah." Yeah, and th- and then he could started to con- control his monster. He went out and joined Abraham in the fight against the kindred. Meanwhile, Abby is out there with a shotgun. <laughs> Dude, I have a plot question. It's very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How was there like a third horse? Where did the third horse come from? Did Abraham just have a horse around to be friends with his other horse? You mean with the black? With the yeah, black or was right? that the horse, like the horse version of Katrina? I understand, like, the first horse is the horse for the horseman of death, and the other is the horse for the horseman of war. I think he got a horse with his toy. It was just toy. like a free horse that yeah. just showed up. With the toy soldier, yeah. Malik was just like, hey, take a horse, too. Yeah, but there's a third horse. No, really? Yeah, Kindred got on a third horse. Yes, he did. Where Kindred- did the horse come from? Was it just, like, hanging out? I did not, not even know. Is it the other two horses? <laughs> was it like a get a kindred, get a horse free deal for Ben Franklin? Wait, were there, were there stables? I were swear there? to God, this was never explained. It wasn't. That's weird. Huh. It was just a random horse. <laughs> I love how the kindred starts fighting. Horse, why didn't Katrina get on the horse and gallop away? I don't, I don't know. know. She does not, She's staying, remember? Yeah, I guess she changed her mind and decided she was going to stay. But, so Abby's out there with a shotgun. The kindred hears her in in peril, and so he goes and rescues her. Did y'all catch that? Yes, he, like, looks yeah. at her and, like, nods at her. Too. Everyone is in love with Miss Lieutenant Mills. I know, I love True. it. Everyone love loves her. Everyone loves Abby. But I think um, somebody had a theory that since she was the first thing he saw... He imprinted on her, and she's kind of like his mama. Uh, you know, they have this monster who thinks Abby's his mama. Duck. <laughs> the kindred's kind of awesome. Not gonna lie. I mean, he can call horses from nowhere. I want him to be a series regular and just hang out with them. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, hey guys, I brought some hot wings and beer. What are we doing this week? <laughs> <laughs> so Ichabod goes to get Katrina. And her asthma is, like, really acting up. And I think maybe it's because of the corset. Is it just... I think her breathlessness is, like, her regular speaking voice. And I don't know if it's the accent... I don't know if the accent... It's the accent that Katya has to put on because she's from Uh. Stockholm. She's not British. So, it's, like, weird. I mean, she did live in Britain. She did live in London. This always sounds like she's been running a lot. Katrina, they have this heartfelt talk. And Katrina's like, oh, I'm going to stay... So I can figure out their plans and relate. Did you guys call that? I feel like somebody called that. Who called that? Because Trina wasn't gonna gonna go. Yeah. Well, we were saying it for other reasons, weren't we? I don't remember calling that. Okay, maybe somebody else I was reading or thinking about called that. So and after all that and the third horse and everything, she doesn't want to go. This Come on, rifle and heifer. She's car trifling heifer. Oh. Like, what is she doing? I was kind of, oh, I was really annoyed, not even going to lie. I was kind of just like, they need to stop at this point. Oh, she wants to stay? Fine. Let's move on. Let's find a new plot line with Katrina, because I don't give a fuck about saving her. Yeah. But she, she also t- claims she's going to try to save Henry. Hmm. Yeah, okay. You know what was really funny? She was like, what kind of mother would I be if I didn't try why isn't anyone questioning Ichabod and what kind of father he would be if he, if he didn't, didn't try? try. Right? He's a uh, because of our um, because of sexism. <laughs> he's a bomb. Yeah. Always because of sexism. Yeah. But he's also not trying to kill him either. 
Like, mm. Abby called him out for that. She's like, you're not trying Congrats to... Congrats on basic human decency. <laughs> no, I'm not, not trying, trying to, to kill your son. What's up with that, Ichabod? So, tell me how Ichabod makes a face before you guess... Well, they have a kiss. What was that? What was that kiss? <laughs> was I don't it? know. There's, like, a candle in front of half that kiss. <laughs> yeah. How did they... They shot it really weird. I was like, why, was are, they, why are they covered in, Honestly? like... Honestly, I kind of cringed. It felt forced. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Because when you think about everything that led up to that kiss, like the fact that they were going after Katrina, even though everybody and their mom knew it was a bad idea. The fact that Katrina had a conversation with Headless talking about how Ichabod wasn't even really trying to get to her anyway, since he couldn't stand Abby being in purgatory. Like I don't know. I just felt like even the fact that they had to raise the kindred in order to get her. There were so many like not kosher things that needed to go down to get to that kiss. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, why is this happening? That's what I felt like when I was watching it. I'm like, why are you guys even kissing each other right now? Like, Yeah. Like it doesn't but, feel like it fits. Exactly. Look, exactly. man, Katrina hasn't gotten anything except for her shirtless headless for like 200 years okay <laughs> i'm sorry and then I, like I ichabod's like hi that's me I, <laughs> wouldn't you try to get in on that God. yeah i mean that makes sense yeah. you know hey she's not gonna see him for a while yeah. All right, all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, her, I don't know did you believe what she was saying about like saying i'm not sure she himself? believes herself Oh, I remember what I was reading that called this. It was like a theory that like Katrina is like maybe the consort of Moloch, like Ishtar or something. What? There was like a fan theory. I think it was like by Monique from Monique blog. Theory was like that she's um, Moloch's consort, like that she's evil and like that's why she has red hair. Oh. And then like red hair is like um yeah, like, like also, like, a sign of, like, witchcraft and shadiness and just Katrina's overall sketchiness. God, can they just make her be evil just so things could be interesting? Like, yeah. You when she says that she's not gonna, like, that she's gonna stay on their side because she's playing a very interesting, very clever game. And very dangerous as well. Well, mm-hmm. think about it. If the world ends, she's on the winning side. And if they do defeat Abraham... Ichabod will just take her right back. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's true. There's nothing stopping her from... She's actually in a better situation than if she left with Ichabod. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she's right. Like, Ichabod probably would get murdered. She'd be captured and probably have less freedom mm-hmm. right. if she stayed. So she is in, like, a crappy situation in that she has to choose. But on the other hand, she's got a little bit of investment in both sides. Yeah. Right. So... It's survival. Mm-hmm. True. Abby saves us from that kiss, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No shade. So as they're give as they're leaving, because she's like, "We gotta go, man. What are you yeah. doing?" As they're leaving, she gives Katrina a look like, "Bitch, what?" <laughs> like we she kind of looks at her like, "What like are you doing?" Waiting. Exactly. Like she's waiting for Katrina to come, but she doesn't care enough to question why she's not coming. So she just kind of looks at her and then goes, "Okay," and just leaves. You read a lot from the way she looks at her. Like, how are you not coming with us right now? Like, why right. are you coming? You know, she conveys a lot with her face, Nicole, in that 
I love how expressive her face is. I know some people don't like it. I don't know why you wouldn't. But because y'all are haters, <laughs> haters. So, um, yeah, but Nicole conveys a lot with her face there. You can read like so many different emotions coming from Abby. Like, why would you do this? Now he's going to be even more obsessed. <laughs> you know, you're getting a lot from her in that scene. So the kindred gets chased off after defending them. Katrina tells Abe that she's going to hang out for a while. And Abe's all, we're going to destroy this world soon. So you better not get attached. And basically nothing went right in this episode. Their plan their plan worked, but not really. Cause, yeah, what was that? I mean, now they have a mole on the inside and everything, but it's kind of like... Why do, why do they keep taking, like, two steps forward and one step back? Like, doesn't it feel that way? Like, they did all this shit to save Katrina, but she didn't come with them. Mm-hmm. And then in the last episode, it was kind of the same Well, thing. in the last episode, they actually the got The pieces aren't done. moving. They, yeah. They're kind the only of one that's sh- moving is Irving. Yeah, but you know what? To me, it seems like at least they got something done because they got Abby out. Jenny is alive. They got Ichabod out. Things happen, but now they're kind of like shuffling them, I think, like moving them along. Like shuffling a deck of cards instead of actually playing them. Like a chessboard. They're like setting people up. So the characters are actually progressing somewhat because we had progression with Abby actually confronting Ichabod, Katrina actually doing something useful. Meh. I just, I feel like considering, like, how many episodes they have a season, and I kind of think this is the second season, and the writers really should hit the ground running. Like, they shouldn't. I mean, it's going to be 18 episodes. Keep pussyfooting around. Okay. (laughs) I guess that's better. they They have some kind of breathing room. Last time, it wasn't any breathing room at all. It was just like, we're always at 10. Every single yeah. episode, we were just like 10, 10, 10. And I think they kind of hit the ground running in the first episode. But I feel like they got nowhere because they were so busy trying to rescue Katrina again. Again. She poses. She's kind of like making the plot move like molasses when she ever when she comes on screen. Yeah. Yo, they have no idea where the kindred is. Because Abby's like talking to Ichabod. And she's just like, oh, yeah. So he's just running around. <laughs> Yeah, like, he, like stole the go? horse and he's just hanging out. What if he becomes a like some handsome prince during the daytime? Oh, that'd be cute. <laughs> he could turn into Daniel up. Henny in the daytime. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. <laughs> he would have like all the best body parts. Do you think Ben Franklin really included like all the best body parts? <laughs> I hope so. All the best, all the best body parts. Mm-hmm. Just- Probably, yeah. yeah. Including okay. then it probably is Daniel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Abby goes to check on Jenny, and this scene really broke my heart, man. This is like one of my favorite scenes in the episode, but there's so much tension, and Abby doesn't apologize to her. She's just like she was like very stoic. Abby, why? Yeah, cool. not cool. And she's kind of like, you took one for the team, and I appreciate it. You know, that's it's all. so not cool. Yeah. There was a distance there. She's like, thanks for screwing yourself, Jenny. Have a nice life. <laughs> I feel kind of bad for both of them because you know Abby cares about her, but for some reason... It's the whole witness thing. And she, it's like she can't, like she needs to apologize to her actually. Yeah. And this is like one of the first times I've actually felt that way. I think like when she was younger, you know, oh, she lied to keep them safe. 
which is understandable. But in this instance, she could be like, hey, we're getting you a lawyer. She's just she's just kind of like, you know, I have to play it by the book. I can't really do anything. I can't pull any strings. And I'm just like, um, but you need to tell her, like, reassure her that you're going to get her out. You can't right. just be like, you know. Um, that's kind of sad for Jenny. And she's just like, don't take 13, year, 13 years to get me out this time. Yeah, that made me so sad. Aww, we didn't even see Abby, like, flinch when she said that or anything, though. Yeah. What was uh, up with that? I think she probably felt bad, though. Right? Yeah, but I guess from, like, a director slash writer standpoint, there should have been more than what we got. More emotion? From yeah, that or scene. I think even, like, Abby breaking down. I mean, I knew Abby's supposed to be tough, but, like, did if that were me and I knew that my sister was going back... And it was because I made her be my errand girl. Like, I'd cry. Yeah. Maybe we'll yeah, see, I can see it that. later? I don't know. <laughs> well, it's just considering but the Instead, she was just like, episode. it's okay, Crane. And I'm like, it's okay, Crane. Is Crane going to comfort her about losing Jenny? Because mm-hmm. yeah. there's parallels. You know, when Jenny was like another 13 years, both Crane and Abby left someone in a hellhole that they cared about this episode. Right, exactly. Crane took it a lot harder than Abby did. Yeah, and we didn't get to see her emotional turmoil over it, which I don't know if it's in character or just, like, a bad choice, you know? Mm -hmm, Because I feel like it could be in character. You could fangwank it and be like, yeah, Abby would, you know, do something like that. But she's supposed to be healing and progressing with her sister. Mm -hmm. So it kind of, like, it's a little bit out of character at the same time. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Well, I mean, the next episode looks like it's going to deal with it, though. But Frank is in the ward dealing with the new sheriff who's threatening him with electrotherapy once again. And he tells her that he used to be a non-believer and says that this the end is near. He does sound like one of those uber-religious, slightly unstable street preachers. <laughs> so, so I'm not surprised that she doesn't believe him. I can't say I'm not, you know, like one of those people comes up to you is like the end is near and they have like a pick up. Uh, um, um, a picketing sign, or they have yeah, like a sign, like at Comic Con. Yeah, they're always at Comic Con. We'll probably see some. Like repent. The, like oh, we're just wearing costumes and dressing up. Why are you telling us to repent? <laughs> but anyway, um, Henry comes in to rescue Frank from being shocked, and Henry makes Frank. Uh, he hands him. He's like, "Oh, before we begin, you know, I'm your I'm lawyer. lawyer. Has he ever met Henry before? No." Ever? Like, that's no. what I don't remember. And did she not tell him about she it? She didn't tell him. I was like, why didn't somebody tell him? Oh, man. He just signed his soul away to the devil with his stupid yep. blood pen. <laughs> yep. I kind of screamed. I was like, how did no one tell him? Well, yeah. in his defense, electroshock therapy does cause temporary short-term memory loss or sometimes <laughs> long-term memory loss. He didn't mm. meet him, but somebody should have told him. I was like, that is... They need to be more... Yeah... If you're fighting the apocalypse, you got to get everyone on the same page. Yeah. It's, you don't want to be like the plain people on Lost, not telling each other when shit's going on. You got to get it yeah. together. Well, so much for that, Irving. He sacrificed so much to save his daughter because they're trying to get to him. And now it's the same thing over again where he's going to have to like... I mean, how are they going to get him out of it? Mm-hmm. Maybe he can hook up with Katrina. Yeah. Maybe she can save him with her powers. <laughs> Like, there she's a witch of exceptional powers. Okay. I'm so mad about that. I'm like, why would they do this? How could they not tell him? And you know what? It's going to be a thing where they don't realize it 
until it's too late because they're not never gonna like interact at the same time right and he's gonna avoid abby and ichabod because he wants frank man do you think he's gonna be like another um horseman of the apocalypse well there's only one left right because um pestilence was a samurai (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So who's the last? Who's the last horseman? Katrina. <laughs> Katrina. Wait, no. What's the horseman called though? Isn't one supposed to be a a woman? Somebody uh, said they. Th- somebody said they thought one was a woman. Is it famine? Is the one that's la- left famine? Are there two left? Well, we we already met pestilence. Yeah, hmm. but we didn't really meet pestilence. We don't really know who he is, right? Oh, that is true. That it is could be Daniel Henny. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I guess that was all. And then the preview for next week is like super intense where Jenny's pointing a weapon at Abby and about to shoot her. Yeah, what? Oh, I didn't watch that. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. It's amazing. I was freaking it's out. It's kind like, of amazing. I'm going to have to drink a whole bottle of wine because I'm going to be Yeah, crying. seriously. Because apparently, so Henry finds this coin. So the bland white dude who should be Daniel Henny makes an appearance in this episode. Mm-hmm. Just so you know. And He's going to get all up in Abby's business. Aww. I wish she was better looking. I wish she was Daniel Henry. <laughs> anyway, so in this episode, apparently Henry has a coin that can change people's allegiances. Whatever. I'm assuming he uses this coin to turn Jenny against Abby. And there's a lot of shots of, like, you know, Jenny pointing a gun at Abby Ichabod maybe taking a bullet for Abby. Who knows? I do know it's going to be super fucking intense. Yeah. I'm kind of excited. I wish they wouldn't go down this road, but... They still have issues to work out. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, that's true. And it's supposed to be like, what, the Judas coin or something? Yeah, I just want them to have sleepovers and talk about boys and yeah, shit. Yeah, right? Like, like our, our wishes. Well, let's rate the episode first and let's talk about our wishes. Um, I think it's like a seven. Seven donut holes? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about the same quality as the premiere. Yeah, a little bit yeah. less. 7.5, I think, is what we gave the premiere. And this yeah. is like a seven. But seven. it's not, you know, it's not bad. It's just could Didn't be better. Really go, yeah. So my yeah my wish too like you said is for them to have a sleepover and like eat cookies and just talk about shit or like Fruit Loops or something I don't know <laughs> just sit there. Do you and... want Ichabod to try cereal? No, I want Ichabod yeah. to go the hell away so Jenny and Abby can have Abby some can alone have... time. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I concur completely with that statement. I just feel like. Uh, Abby and Jenny need their moments without Ichabod. Yeah. So if there's a way where he can be separated from them long enough for that to happen, I would really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. Next what else do intense. we wish about? Well, we already mentioned Daniel Henney. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Please. Who else? What else? Any historical Godfrey Gao. Godfrey oh Gao. God. Takeshi Kaneshiro. So no. handsome. So handsome. Stop. You stop that. Please, let's get another yeah, hot Asian How good Asian would this man. show be if there is, like, five hot Asian guys? <laughs> Sen Hill or Murphy? Sen Hill. Yes. What's the other dude? Matt, was it Manish Dayal? He's that, that, that guy who's in that stupid-ass movie with Meryl Streep. Fuck. What's it called? Something where white people go to India and, like, discover spice or some shit. I don't know. What, Dev Patel? Food. No, not that no. one. He's a new guy. M- Ma- Manish Dayal. Hmm. Mani- Manish. Google him. Okay. Dayal. Manish. Very- oh, yes. Manish. 
Oh, he's and cute. Isn't he, though? He's, he's fucking cute. cute. He is fucking cute. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, he... he. Hello. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I he's love... from South Carolina. Aren't they filming in the in Carolinas? North, yeah, they are. He could just exactly. mosey on over, huh? No, 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 no. Where is he really from? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Let's get him on Sleepy he Hollow. He is so cute. He is fucking cute. And his smile is to die for. Oh, my God. Look at him. Put him on Sleepy Hollow. Oh, look at that Thank little cutie. <laughs> Who would he play on Sleepy Hollow? Hundred Foot Journey. That is the movie that he's oh, in. Oh yeah, that recent movie that I saw ads for all over London. Yeah, Meryl Streep. Now I'm gonna it? have to watch it for him. Dang. Why? It's okay. I'm sorry. He's cute. <laughs> I don't care I'm, about the. He's cute, mm-hmm. but I don't want to watch a movie. I'll just skip around all the white people. Go to India. There's gotta be a movie he's in that doesn't have like creepy tourism. I want Ichabod to. I want Abby to name drop a founding father that Ichabod has never heard of. Yes, that has never funny. met. Like, like who? One that one, one that after. like everybody knows about. Yeah, but like and, and came after Ichabod died. Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe like Madison or or somebody like. Apparently, she's gonna bring up Billy Holiday. Okay, so I guess that's it. That we had a lot to talk about. There was a lot going on in that episode. Mm-hmm. Despite there mm. not feeling like there's a lot going on in that episode. Yeah. So, I guess um, I'll leave you with the preview for next week. Bye, guys. So, thanks Bye. for listening. Find us on iTunes and Stitcher and on Tumblr at Fat Pink Cast. Yeah. All and right. review us and stuff. Peace. Ta-ta. Nick Holly. We endeavor to learn what you know of a rare coin. Why is he talking like that? You get used to it. Some say it has powers to cause its holder to betray his deepest loyalties. Henry has brought one of those same coins to Sleepy Hollow. Perhaps to turn the tide of this war in his favor. It reveals what's already there. The darkness in all of you. My sister's gonna try to kill me. Don't do it.